0: everybody and welcome back to what happened to us with nate sam and hugh oh it's a nice fun week of recalls of things that we spoke about last week with added dimensions you can only imagine where this might be going in that rabbit hole we dive down plus the james Corden incident or incidents that uh caused some one to be 86 from a restaurant you know other fun things that are going around the news cycle and just life here's the show I do like the rotating backdrop that you have going on recently. It is a nice little touch.
1: Nah, it's actually all green screen. No, isn't no. I've just been, I've just been picking random backgrounds from the internet. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. I did not know you were capable of figuring out green screens.
1: No, God no. Yeah.
0: No. So. I'm actually yeah. It's
1: just easier for me to actually move from house to house. Hmm. Yes. Uh,
0: That makes sense.
1: So, it took me a minute to find. uh, I I was moving from room to this. I'm I'm in a very nice condo right now. Okay. Uh, It took me a minute to find a spot with good internet because Uh, it's. it's, I'm on the top floor of a building that was built in 1904.
0: Okay, so yeah, everything's really thick. aka the walls.
1: Yeah, everything's cement.
0: Yeah, built properly. Uh, uh,
1: Well, it's probably built by children. To be honest, we didn't really have a lot of. Work standards back then. Nothing's
0: really changed right now, man. No,
1: but it's sturdy. That's for sure. Well, that's always nice. Yeah, echoey.
0: It's not that bad. I, I you sound good here, so don't stress. Oh, that's
1: good. So the um yeah, cold. I uh, it does, one. It's the 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 couple I'm dog sitting for. They uh, they're like we're slowly renovating it. So like. It's a very huge unit, mm. but um, some of the rooms are newer than others because they're, like, doing it piece by piece. Gotcha, and the gotcha. bath, the bathroom is as high in a bathroom as I've ever been in. And it occurred to me last night, and I didn't even realize it, that the floor is heated. Oh. Nice touch. That is a nice I've touch. Ha- I've, I've had that before, like, in Chicago. I mean, not a lot of buildings in Chicago. Samantha's, her old condo, had it. Uh, man, is that great when you step out of a shower. I can, yeah, I can only imagine
0: yeah, heated floor in the cold,
1: in the cold. Or it, it, I mean, or if you're you know going going re- using the facilities, yeah. nice nice heated floor, because it is fucking cold. How what's what, although, what are we looking? at? Oh, there's not, a cold.
0: There's like a weird uh, freeze that's going on in the Midwest right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it is weird because it's going to be up in the seventies in like three days. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's it's more me. Like, it's in the 40s today. It started, like, That's it was cold. in the 30s. Well, yes and no. It, it was in the 30s when I left. I had to take uh, Bucci, the dog. So it's Bucci, like Gucci, but with a B, Bucci. Oh, um, yeah, 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 it's one of those. Oh, okay. um, I uh, The 30s for me normally is not that bad. You know, I've lived in St. Louis most of Now i lived in more, California more of my life. Mm. But I lived in St. Louis for a long time. Uh, and Chicago for a bit. 30s is thirties and forties not cold. But it, it occurred to it occurred to me when I was freezing my ass off last night with the dog. I was like, oh, I lost fifty pounds. Yeah. That's why I'm cold as shit.
0: Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. 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 The 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 meat or the blubber will yeah. insulate the heat. I you mean. know, it's
1: it's the that's the little things you notice, like when you your bony ass is uncomfortable to sit in the car seat for too long. Uh, but you don't realize it until you get cold. You're like, oh shit, this is gonna be a problem. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So outside of our, hey, we get we got our weather talk in today. Yeah, always. Uh, uh, oh, no problem there. Um, do we have any newsy bits that you would like to chime in about about a purchasing of a website or, you know, uh. Are we just going to become that web uh, like that pod show, podcast that just kind of rails at one person and one person only? But it's a,
1: no, are we a Kanye slash weather podcast now? I,
0: I guess we might be.
1: Well, the problem is is that he and this is his whole point. I'm sure. Um I'm tired about talking about him. Oh, I I wish he would just fucking go away. Well, don't we all? But he won't. He just won't. No, he's here for the long haul i the par the parlor thing is weird him buying parlor why is it, why? The, 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 well the terms oh the terms are, are not, well no the terms have not been um at least not made public oh because no so nobody's quite sure so the weird thing was i don't know if people even remember parlor it didn't last that long uh i mean obviously it still exists but it kind of went the way of myspace where my space still technically exists just nobody uses it um parlor was yeah the original before truth social which is the one that Trump's behind parlor was the first conservative Twitter. Oh, or it's conservative attempt at Twitter. Um, it was like a, well, I wouldn't say it's conservative Facebook because Facebook is already bad enough. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's Twitter, but it was for, you know, the people, the, the magas who felt that they were being censored and booted from Twitter, which they were, well, they were be- being booted from Twitter. They were not being censored. Um, so parlor popped up, but then Parler just, they realized that the worst of Twitter went to Parler, which is saying something. Um, so like all it was, was racism and anti semitism, Semitism. Semitism, not symmetry.
0: Um, is a little I'm, different. I'm
1: tired. You know? I'm tired I'm yeah, tired. it's okay. Um, and all kinds of awfulness that you would expect from the worst of Twitter. And that's why they were removed from Twitter. Basically like, you know, when you see in those movies and they, whenever there's like a prison break or some sort of main character going to prison and they always talk about how the, this one prison is the worst of the worst where they like send all the all the worst prisoners from all the other prisons they send to this prison that's basically parlor parlor's the rock of of social media basically uh, the rock meaning the 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 you know the prison not the wrestler um got to clarify that one yeah so so yeah so but it kind of went defunct a couple years back because um because of the rampant anti Semitism, anti or anti symmetry as one might say. Um it uh it started getting removed from all the app stores. Right. App- Apple stopped um offering it, uh Google stopped offering it. Like so basically nobody really had a means to get it anymore. Oh yeah, speaking well, of,
0: like I think Google opened up to truth social
1: the other day. Did they? Uh well, that's, I mean, so, so that one's failing horribly oh, as well, yeah, that, finan- financially. Yeah. Uh, but that's what, that's what happened to to is it just kind of went on, you know, kind of just disappeared because there's no way to get it. So people just kind of lost interest. And then Trump started True Social, which kind of would put them out of business anyway. But now, now it's coming to light just out of nowhere that Ta- Kanye, who, because he thinks he's been censored from everywhere, he has been removed. Well, no, I was wrong last week. I misspoke. He was not removed from Twitter and Instagram. He was Set, they, they, he was
0: put in jail. Twitter yeah, jail. Yeah, he
1: was put in Twitter jail, which is not quite the same cuz you get out of that. But yeah. he he's he, he made it seem like he was per, he was permanently banned. No, that's only uh, Oh, sorry. Well, no, that's okay. That's a, uh, hey, Bucci. Um, so uh, what was I say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he he announced that he was um going to Bucci's just growling at something uh he announced he was gonna buy parlor out of nowhere because people are like ah parlor i forgot that existed yeah um but then it more as more and no no turn he well he first he announced he was going to so in, t- in you know typical kanye fashion he announces he's gonna do a lot of things yeah hell you elon, elon musk isn't much better in that sense just because you say you're gonna do something doesn't mean you're doing it um but but it as so there weren't any terms like they they, so nobody really knows what true social's worth except that they raised like trying to get themselves out of out of the bottomness of where it was they they i guess they were able to raise like 50 million dollars in capital but nobody's sure if that's considered the value of the company now nobody really knows right um and uh so yeah but then it sort of came out now that um it kind of looks like Twi- uh, Kanye might be being play- might be getting played here because um, Candace Owens' his alert, husband. Yes, yes, Candace Owens, the uh, aforementioned from last week, the worst ally you could possibly have on any. If she's on your side on any on any topic, you're on the wrong side uh, of history. Yeah, general, um, yeah. and her husband is the ceo which makes me th- wonder i i have not looked into how long he's been the ceo like was he the ceo when um, it failed or is he the ceo now that they're trying to build it back up i don't know i think he's
0: been the ceo for a while but give me two seconds while i look up his um i just saw like i was looking up something and uh george farmer is his name yeah
1: yeah and he is exactly if you know anything i mean you know you don't i hate to make generalizations and things but when i looked up candace owens husband and i was curious what he looked like it's exactly what I yeah did. he's like pretty exactly yeah. like to a t yeah uh yeah um so so yeah but so now people are saying because the you know grifters are gonna grift and oh. so now like people are saying that kanye's just getting played because he clearly is going through some sort of health crisis of some kind like we discussed last week i don't want to i don't want to diagnose him but clearly people are taking advantage of him oh absolutely one of those those people seems to be candace owens Um... so yeah so he's now and and there's there's a lot of question about his money like kanye nobody's quite sure how much kanye's worth he's he's done a weird thing over the last like 10 years where he he's been he's been trying to get on like the forbes billionaire list but 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 not like organically and that forbes you know forbes was not going out looking at his financials he was sending his financials to forbes to get himself on the list Mm -hmm. um and nobody was quite sure like if how much he is worth um and there i saw one report saying he's you know, he was not a billionaire for a long time, kind of in the same way that the Kardashians claim they were billionaires, but weren't. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, but but then I saw something saying that Kanye was worth six point six billion. And I was like, OK, that's a lie. That probably came from Kanye. Um, but now people are people are really even though they they don't know any of the details of his financials, they just think the way that he's been spending money lately he's probably not as wealthy as he says he is and he's probably losing it fast so like like he's just been spending absurd monies on real estate and just on like friends of his are saying he just goes through his money like water granted if you start with a billion it's hard to it's hard to spend that, even it, if you really try. Like, you know, remember Brewster's Millions? Yes. The uh, the Richard Pryor movie where what he had to spend like 000, 000 a million dollars in set it, amount of no, time. Was,
0: I think it was ten million dollars. I think it was, was something it? where but he it, but he couldn't own anything of what he spent.
1: Right, right, and it's and but and that was made in like what the mid eighties, uh, so early eighties, I think. When yeah. t- ten million dollars seemed like a lot of money. <laughs> hey, bougie um 10 million dollars at the time probably seemed like a great deal of money kind of in the same light as like the dr evil austin powers when he says a million dollars back you know in the in the current time and everybody starts laughing at him right um although 10 million dollars under those terms would not be the easiest thing to spend under those terms mm-hmm. about like not buying things for yourself essentially um but a billion would be next to impossible like, in, i mean unless you're just buying 100 million dollar <laughs> yeah no, what? I, I don't know what Bucci's barking at. Hey, okay, okay. He's just he's just staring at the door, barking.
0: So, uh, Farmer became CEO in May of 2021.
1: So, um, okay, so it, it had already gone under at that point. Yeah, um, or fallen. So he's he's basically was put in charge of like the rebuild. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's just it's probably the Owens family grifting again. Like they're just taking advantage. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Taking any blame off of Kanye for his behavior, but oh. he is clearly going through something. And the people that normally would pull him out of it, that would like get him back on the the right track, are are done or over him.
0: Yeah, it happens. Like Kim,
1: like even after their separation, Kim was still helping him, trying to help him every time he'd do this shit. But now she's over it, so he doesn't have. He has in all. He's losing all his like. I don't know about his personal friends, but in terms of like the friends you associate with him, like his work colleagues, like the, the Jay Z's of the world, they're all dropping him like crazy. So uh, Candace Owens might be the only one he has left. Mm. Well, so the, that's unfortunate.
0: Well, you know, that's, uh, laying the bed you make, I guess.
1: Yeah, no. I, oh, yeah. Again, I'm not saying any, there's the blame is anywhere. It should not be pointed at anybody else, but him still, he did this to himself, but um, yeah, I don't know what'll become a parlor because it's you know he hasn't exactly proven he can run a run a business well like he's tanking all of his businesses right now. Right. You know he's he's tanking his relationships with Gap with Adidas. You know he's under the impression that Ye- the Yeezy brand can survive on its own, but I don't think that's the case. I mean, Yeezy is incredibly popular and has helped both Gap and Adidas immensely. But I don't think he, I don't think it can exist without those. Like he needs those companies. He can't just it's easy on its own. Like he can't just start opening brick and mortar Yeezy stores without the, without the, the backing of those two enormous companies. Right. the fitting that one of them was, you know, founded by Nazis. That's pretty fitting. Yeah. It's not Gap, by the way. It's oh Gap. yeah. It's was, the other one.
0: Was it a uh, Kevin Spacey's dad?
1: Yes. 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 Yeah, that was, a, that was a nice both, touch. Both, uh, unfortunately, both the Adidas and uh, Puma have their Nazi ties. Oh, Mercedes. Because uh, uh, well, Mercedes. Well, the weird thing with Puma and Adidas were founded by two separate brothers. Like one brother founded Puma, one brother founded Adidas. Uh, uh, but they were Nazis.
0: Yeah, they were. Um, there was a big. There was a. I remember. I used to date someone who worked for Puma and got a little bit of history between like the one was given more of the control over adidas and that's why puma was created because you uh, the brother was which, like f you I, mean, I can do this pretty, too it's
1: pretty i mean for an F U company it's still doing all right yeah puma's, puma's not adidas but it's still kicking no yeah. oddly enough the first yeezys were the puma didn't it and that never occurred to me no, i did not know uh, that yeah, the, yeah that was the first company that that Kanye had to deal with was it was puma so, yeah. yeah he's but to be fair to the, to the, uh, unnamed brothers who founded Adidas and Puma, whose names I can't remember. Right. A lot of those companies had, if you were a company in Germany in the 30s, you probably, that existed in the 30s, you probably have some Nazi ties. You know, it's the same thing with, remember how, um, and, and I'm not defending Nazis, um, but remember the, um, Pope Benedict. This was a big thing with Pope Benedict. Remember the, the Pope? Yeah, that, he
0: was a, a Hitler he youth. He was Yeah, he was
1: a Hitler youth, which people were like, oh, wow, that's fucked up. But then it was like, well, if you were a child in Germany at the time, you were a Hitler youth. It wasn't a choice. No, it's the, it was, it There was, were Hitler yeah. youths in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it or was your Nazi parents, youths, I should it was, say. It was your parents' choice. But it, the, I don't blame a child that was member of the Hitler youth in the 30s in Germany because they didn't really have a say. Um. But and it's and that's the same thing with companies that were famous, you know, Volkswagen, BMW that famously built, you know, vehicles and such for the Nazi army. Okay. I don't blame those companies for that, you know. I mean, yeah, well, okay, that's not fair. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, at the time that was their na- Okay, I, I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know how you're going to like, but but do you blame Volkswagen? Do you, do you look at a Mercedes and be like, nope, that's a Nazi car? You don't really do that anymore. Uh, you kind of you can, like, but people who well, but like, again, but that, well, again, that's what I'm saying is that then then that applies to any company that existed in Germany in the 30s. Like people even say that about um, oh uh, Haribo, Haribo gummy bears. Yeah, Haribo was a German company in the 30s, so people are like Nazis, and it's like okay, come on, it's well, a gummy bear company. You know, it's Argentinians get a bad rap here and there. Yeah, they only accepted the Nazis. They just let them come in. Uh, okay, yeah. Without, I'm, I, let's. Well, we something. went down a weird rabbit I, I, hole I there. Like that, I, that... I, feel like I, I feel like I was just attempting to defend Nazis when, in reality, I was just attempting to defend Adidas. Yeah, which I don't even except I'm wearing Adidas track pants right now. So okay, uh, yeah, but they're comfortable I'm, track I'm part pants. Of the, I'm part of the problem, uh, though. We're all though. I'm, I'm wearing Adidas track pants with Nike runners. <sighs> so, Sacrilege. I'm, Nate. So I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of all over the place. Well, right I've now. gotten to the point
0: now where it doesn't really matter what you wear, it's just uh I don't care. Cheap sneakers are cheap sneakers to me these days. Oh yeah, I buy I buy everything at the Nike outlet. They, they have to be under a hundred dollars for me to purchase. Oh
1: god, mine hell, I go I, I okay, so this is the thing. and this is it seems a bit excessive. I uh go through shoes fast, as you might imagine. Yeah. What? You know. Uh, yeah. So typically the running the shelf life of a running shoe about 500 miles before it starts to um fall apart just wear down not fall apart but wear down to the point that it's actually not help like your arch support and such so right right, right, right so you know the shoes wearable it's not like the the soles aren't falling off the bottom but if, if you're like running great disc you know you're not gonna re- you don't want to run a marathon in shoes that are over 500 miles because it's worn down to the point you're going to hurt yourself Granted, I'm not running marathons, but I'm walking marathons. So for me, going through 500 miles is like six weeks. So I go through shoes a little fast, um, but I buy them all at the outlet store. Uh And so I buy like, I buy, you know, running shoes that are a couple years old you know in terms of the style right right uh but they're an outlet store so they're brand new i'm not buying used shoes but they're just older uh, older models and i'm paying like 50 bucks i don't yeah. pay over 60 bucks for, Wh- for these why shoes. it's it's uh no point. i'm not i i you know i i like to make a point of buying ones that look good i'm not buying just no. ugly. i'm not just buying those generic old school like all white nikes but at the same time, I'm not spending a fortune on them. In by any, time, although you might argue spending fifty dollars on a pair of Nikes once a month is spending a lot of
0: money. Yeah, but it's a lot less than spending two hundred fifty a month. True.
1: Yeah, and I yeah, and I am. I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I don't understand sneaker. I'm not. I'm the farthest thing from a sneakerhead you could possibly be. All right. Yeah. I, I my shoes are completely. Um, what is it? Utilitarian? Yeah. Isn't that? What, yeah. Like I don't care. I, like I said, outside of me just being like, ah, those look kind of cool i am not i'm not a collector i don't care um so i don't i don't really understand sneakerhead culture uh why like that like you know that you'd see the the lines uh like up and down uh, Um, fairfax right like like supreme and the other shoe stores that would just have you know they get a release of you know something uh, some new shoe and you just see a line down the block and i'd be like i just don't understand that culture but it's you know i i guess everybody has a hobby that's a hobby it's a, well it's, it's more expense. than just a, it's a hobby it's a, it's a it's, pricey it's hobby it's a
0: business it's it's a bit of everything. no if
1: you're getting into the research i have um i have family that that are big into that are huge sneaker heads and have huge collections and you know they have like a, a, a entire storage rooms in their home full of shoes that that probably might get a wear or too but they don't wear them they don't have them in, a, in the rotation well, you, um,
0: that's the funny thing about sneaker collecting you're supposed to wear your shoes just a little bit because it, yeah they it's need like to be a weird
1: you, you yeah
0: because the rubber will break apart
1: if you don't use it yeah but not too much because no. you, you, you gotta oh, keep the value you, yeah you can't and you can't scuff them or anything like that no yeah you know, yeah exactly it's not like a it's not like action figures that are, or are car, baseball cards or sporting hmm. cards that are you put in this like bulletproof Records. glass yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah like shoes that is a weird weird thing but uh, you gotta wonder what is the weirdest thing to collect? Oh, I'm sure there's I'm sure that's a that's a rabbit hole. you don't want to go down. Yes, it, yes, it is. Uh, it I is mean, absolutely a rabbit there, hole we should go there's, down there's there's people collecting um, just, you know, you know one thing that, that uh, it's actually funny i was gonna i was gonna bring it up uh one thing that people that are like collecting that is a big collector's item now or um specifically now because of the series people are collecting jeffrey dahmer memorabilia i saw that like like the glasses that he owned, yeah. and, and clothes that he owned that's weirdish have you watched that show i have not watched that show because i don't really care to watch a show about a serial killer I, my reasons for not watching this show are like three or four five or maybe five fold one you as you know i don't watch tv no so that's not that's not even going to be on my list it's well you know fleabag is that's the running joke i'm not going to watch fleabag i know this is not. well this is well below fleabag then uh, on top of that is i don't like ryan murphy shows uh, that's fair um he has a very distinct style and i don't care for that style um uh, and then more impo- i guess most importantly I, yeah I have no interest in, i mean dahmer's in I. y I'll watch like a you know if there's like a a and e documentary like hour long you know they used to do those hour long shows about certain criminals and things I find those fascinating or something on the history channel. I don't find these dramatized stories like like that this 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 dahmer one's been getting into like a lot of heat with with folks being like you're making him look very sympathetic yeah like it's that's a weird not thing. like a thing yeah they're, they're like dipping their toe and sort of trying to explain his pathology and it's like mm, let's not do that let's not you know like so i guess i've and i'm hearing this all secondhand from people who have watched it so yeah. i don't i can't speak for it but they're like trying to kind of explain away by you know which you see a lot by like the traumas that he went through as a child but in the end it's like no he killed in eight people man that's 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 a choice That's, you know, that's Uh, a choice. The the
0: American horror story rubbed off on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, people are kind of, uh, so people have like gone to collect like his, his memory. Would you call that memorabilia? I guess Uh, it is. Yeah. Like some of his personal belongings, And they went out of their way, like the um, uh, Milwaukee, city of Milwaukee, where he famously was from uh, and did all his um, things there. Um, this, <clears throat> the city of Milwaukee has tried to scrub for the last, God, when was that? 30 years ago?
0: About that. Yeah. Early, Maybe early nineties, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: he, I think he was, a I think he was, I believe if I could have this number wrong, I believe he was convicted in 92 and, and killed in 94. But I, as most people in, might not remember, he was killed in prison by another prisoner. He was not executed. Like he was killed in a prison fight. Uh, he died uh, in 94 and he, I think he, so, he, and he was convicted in '92, and he was sentenced to life, not not death. So I guess was I don't know if Wisconsin even had the death penalty at the I time, because uh, I would I would imagine being a serial because all the other serial killers were. Executed.
0: He was uh, sentenced to fifteen terms of life imprisonment on February seventeenth, nineteen
1: ninety two. Okay, so yeah, so he was killed two years later, but like the city of Milwaukee did what all that they could possibly do to scrub any anything mark you know related to him in milwaukee to the point where his well in, with good reason his apartment complex he lived in a like you can look up photos of it. it's just a very generic looking 80s apartment yep. complex but that's where he did a lot of his killings um so that building was torn to the ground as it should have been uh though often to be honest you don't see that you know sometimes the some of those buildings like the the uh, John Wayne Gacy house, where he they found like 30 children's bodies underneath the house. That house stood until fairly recently. Um, it was owned by like an old woman, and then when she died, somebody else bought the property and knocked the house, the house down. Um, hell, the uh, the, the uh, I think the Sharon Tate house was destroyed, where um, you know the Manson family. But the other house, the LaBianca house, still exists.
0: I, I do know that. Remember the Heaven's Gate cult group. Yeah, they tore that house down the neighbors did they bought the house and tore it down and rebuilt something so yeah I,
1: I mean there's just the hell the um the Roman plan is you know the Roman Polanski house where he raped the the girl uh that house was um next door to Jack Nicholson's Jack Nicholson bought the house and knocked it down hmm. um just because you know there's certain crimes that like I'm shocked that the La Bianca house still exists like at, like it is the house where the Manson family killed them and the house still stands like not only would you i mean who would want to live in that the hell you talk about a haunted house uh but yeah i don't even know where i st- what where was, where did i start with that i'm i'm losing my mind like why were we talking about i don't again? know
0: we just go down the rabbit hole it just so the la uh, bianca house sold for y-
1: 1.8 yeah in, no i think the the, the summer, that guy the, that summer. one the what it was back in 21 Oh, yeah, well, the guy the guy who owned it briefly was that guy, that ghost hunters guy. The guy who has the show Ghost Hunters, but he's also, like, has that ghost, he has that, like, um uh, ghost mu- museum in Vegas. Like, right. he bought the house, kind of being like, oh, this is going to be my new thing. And then he sold it, being like, nope, don't want that. Kind of the same, remember when uh Nicolas Cage bought that haunted uh, New Orleans mansion?
0: Oh, not on purpose, though. So.
1: Well, no, no, he did buy it on purpose.
0: No, he didn't realize but it was the haunted house, I think.
1: Oh, did he not? Well, he only lived there for a weekend. Yeah. Because he stayed, he stayed there for a weekend and was like, nope. Uh, I don't know what he saw when he was there, but he saw something.
0: Well, no, he, it was a ghost tour came by. And he's like, what are you guys doing out here? And oh, like, that's right. Yeah. And they told him, like, you live in that horrible, historically.
1: Yeah, he, it, was the, it was the rough equivalent of the haunted house at Disneyland. Like, it was, it was very haunted. But well, to be there, fair, find me a find me an old find me a house over a hundred years old in New Orleans that's not haunted. Oh, Touche. And yeah. well, that one was just specifically bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. that was a
0: that was a bad woman that lived there.
1: Yeah. Indeed. In uh, fact, didn't yeah American know, that, Horror Story did. To tie a bow on it? Yeah. Wasn't there a season of American Horror uh, Story yep, based on that? Yep. Yeah. I, I I do recall. Or based wasn't, around. Uh, it. Was, wasn't Kathy, Kathy, Kathy Bates player. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. That. see. I don't watch any of these, but I know what they are. Now I will say this is that the, um, I like the, as much as I don't like his shows very much, I do like the, the cat, you know, he uses the same cast. Mm. Like I love Sarah Paulson. I love Evan Peters who plays Dahmer and he's, right. you know, Evan Peters has been in every season of, um, American crime, horror, st- horror you know, story. American horror story, crime story is the other one. Um, you know, he, I loved him. He was Quicksilver silver and the, uh, the, um, x-men movies the prequel Uh, uh, version the first class prequel sequel the prequel well no no not in first class he was in the prequel sequels he was in um days of future days of future past and in um yes yeah he was not in first class but he was in the the sequel he's in the first
0: class class version he's
1: in that yeah he's in the older character version yes the the younger actors but the older in time yes like, with the fender right, right. Right. He he was in Apocalypse, and he was in um, Days of Fut- Future Past. Or was he was
0: in... Um, I don't know if he
1: was in the new... Phoenix Rise. Phoenix Rise, I don't know. I don't know. I never saw that I, one. Oh, and then, and then they did that clever crossover where he played Quicksilver on WandaVision, even though he was the Quicksilver from the other universe, which was kind of clever.
0: It, uh, once, once they opened up that uh, Pandora's box of the uh, multiverse...
1: But that's not, that's beyond a multiverse. That's going, that's going over to DC. Like, that's a, Quicksilver? that's a diff-
0: Quicksilver's well, they, Marvel?
1: No, I'm sorry. You're right. The ex, not the, not, you're right. I'm thinking the Fox and Marvel. You're right. Um, cause that he was part Flash. of, the,
0: uh, Ezra Miller's, like, they, 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 they always yeah. have like coexisting. No, it, no I'm, I'm power. just think,
1: I'm just, I'm thinking of the Marvel versus, um, versus Fox, uh, Quicksilvers. Because in, in the, the Marvel, but one was, um, What's his name? That British actor, uh, Aaron Tyler Johnson. Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson, the guy from Kick Ass. Um, he played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Um, yes. Spoiler alert: He does not make it out of Age of Ultron. What? But then, then the Evan Peters Quicksilver was in the X. Was that what? What did Fox call its universe? Did have a name? Uh, like, did wait? Like the the X Men. Like all of the Fox comic book movies like X-Men and Spider-Man. I know Spider-Man has a name now. It's they call it Spider-Verse and yes, but what did X-Men have a the, the, No, it was just okay. No. So man. so there were the two Quicksilvers. There was the one from the X-Men movies and then the one from the Marvel movies. But the the Evan Peters played the one in the X-Men movies, but he showed up in WandaVision even though that although now that Fox has opened up everything, yeah. It's it, you'll see that more often. Hell, you're going to see it with, you know, Deadpool 3. Although Deadpool never really entered the Marvel universe themselves,
0: they they kind of like loosely got some X Men characters, which
1: was you know that was for comic relief. That was like it was the the running joke. Like every time he was at the Xavier's house, about how there weren't all the other ones weren't there except yeah, exactly. for that one scene when they closed the door. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for that third one.
0: I just saw the uh, there's a trailer for Creed
1: three. i I was watching it the moment we we turned on. I actually had to end it about halfway because I didn't want to make you wait. Uh, but yeah, it looks um I guess I guess the Clover uh, rumors... Lang's
0: kid this time.
1: No, well, at least according to the trailer, unless they're gonna try to do a um... oh they're gonna unless they're gonna try to do like the what they did with uh, what was it um, Star Trek in the Darkness where they the 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 JJ Abrams Star Trek and the the second one where remember they were saying like it's not Ratha Khan. it's we're not remaking Ratha Khan. the bat you know uh what's his name Benedict Cumberbatch is not playing Khan and then you watch the movie you're like ah, it's fucking Khan yeah uh, so they might be trying to do that like the there's not the trailer doesn't unless i okay granted like yeah, I just, the uh, trailer. I watched the first half of the trailer but the person who sent me the trailer sent me the trailer and immediately texted afterwards damn i was hoping it was clever lang's son. So unless he's fucking with me, hey, um, I knows? don't believe I don't believe it is. Huh. Um, but that would be a little too clean, like them literally going through every character Whoa. from the original series and just picking their kids. Yeah. Like, OK, making it about Creed's son in the first one. That's great. I mean, I, I, I thought the first one was fantastic, even though the bat the villain in the first one was so unmemorable. I, it was a British boxer. I don't even remember no, it, I don't, anything that... about it. Like even say that about you can't say that about any of the Rocky movies i can you can name the villain in every single rocky movie except for until you got to creed and then you're like i don't remember that character at all then in the second one creed 2 they made it drago's son right which they kind of made it a clever way of how to do that well can you name
0: the the bad guy in balboa
1: yeah mason the lion dixon no okay played by played famously by antonio tarver real life heavyweight they they did that in a few of them like the um you, and it's, it they got d- d- diminishing returns on that they uh in in Rocky Balboa uh, and the the, uh, the Tommy Gun and yeah in Rocky 5 they used real boxers That's right. yeah. because to make it because they, I guess they realized they're like okay we can we can have actors fake it like they're boxing but they all, that always it doesn't you can tell they're not really fighters or we can try to see if a fighter can act and there are fighters who can act. That's true. But they didn't. The two they picked were not two of them. Yeah. Tommy Good. Morrison was a terrible actor. Absolutely. And and Antonio Tarver was a terrible actor. So there's you gotta, you gotta find that sweet spot. I feel like um, Dolph Lundgren was the sweet spot mm. because he looked like he could fight and he can act. This is true. I bet. Yes.
0: Uh, quick, quick little break. You, with that quick break, Nate was able to figure out the the rest or finish the, yeah, the rest of the trailer. I so. did,
1: and it uh. uh does not appear to be clover lang's kid mm-hmm. uh, and i can tell but this this is where the they the they sort of went wrong uh, in the original series um so this one creed one and two were directed by ryan coogler mm-hmm. who um incredible director did black panther did Fruitfield station like has made a couple of great movies um this one is directed by michael b jordan and that that tends to go south when the star of the movie starts to, unless he, unless that person has like, like if Ben Affleck, at this point, we've gotten to the point now where Ben Affleck, if he directs a movie that he stars in, you're pretty comfortable with it. Cause he's made some good movies,
0: but he, he started directing without being in the films.
1: Right? Well, yeah. Cause his first movie, his first directing movie is gone, baby gone, which I, which his brother started, <laughs> yep. didn't he? Um, he, but he's starting a couple of his movies now. No, um, yeah, The Town but, was one, and then uh and um the Argo. Gone Girl. Um, no, that direct, wasn't him. No, he he uh, Affleck directed Gone Baby Gone. I he was in Gone Girl. Girl I don't, he don't think direct he directed that. it. No, like uh, um. But, uh, but I was going. I was going back and looking um. Uh, at, at, at this exact point in the Rocky series, uh, Stallone did not direct one and two, but he directed three and four. So like they're getting to the part now where they're like, fuck it, just let him direct his own movies, whatever. Eh. And you could you could certainly I mean, as much as I love Rocky Four because of the whole Drago thing, you could certainly see that the quality of the movies went down in terms of the oh. filmmaking.
0: I, I think it was uh he made them more entertaining of a story. Yeah. Like it's I find three and four to be more entertaining than one and two. But I find well, I, I one, believe one, one and two are it. very serious movies and very well done.
1: One, well, one, I mean, one when one Rocky won one Best Picture, but it's an incredibly dull movie. Yeah, like there's the big fight at the end, but the entire rest of the movie is basically one long date that Adrian and Rocky are on. Yes, and like and there, and there's a lot of turtles. Um, but yeah, no, two was I, I think Rocky two was probably the best movie. Four is the funnest. Absolutely, it's funnest. The word most no, fun. Most fun. Um, four is definitely the most fun. But I think two is the best movie.
0: I always say three. Three was mine. Three. Really, three is my favorite. That's,
1: that's the that's the one everybody considers the like usually the weakest when they do the uh, five. five. Oh
0: seven. yeah, except
1: except that they didn't they retcon uh, like five no longer exists. No, no, um, no, it exists.
0: It exists. It always will.
1: It had its moments uh not not a lot of them didn't hear no bell (laughs) yeah that's true uh you see that see that's why what i liked about five is i liked that the big climactic scene was actually a street fight not (laughs) a boxing match
0: like they
1: they let rocky do like the street shit like tripping him and things Mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't hear no bell that was great uh but yeah so you know that i creed Creed one, I saw in the theater. Creed two, I waited till it came out on um, streaming, and I'll probably do the same for this one.
0: By the way, um, I, I was going to the Ben Affleck directorial um, films. Did you ever see Drive by Night?
1: i never. I don't know if I've heard of Drive or li- by uh,
0: night. Live by Night. Sorry, not Drive. Live by Night.
1: That sounds familiar. Huh. I mean, not that I've seen it, but just the name sounds familiar. Is that that's another one he did? He did that back in two thousand sixteen. And I'm like, So that was that was pre Argo. No, Argo was like 14. 12.
0: Argo. Oh, was he,
1: really? Yeah. How could? That's shocking that he could do a movie that slid under the radar. Um, it was a Dennis. Even,
0: L- does it's a Dennis Lehane based novel. Um, I don't. Who's is he
1: in it? He is in it at
0: all. Uh, he's one of the writers on it. Mm. And directed, and I have not heard of it
1: i've never heard of it
0: L fanning brendan gleason
1: it's a good cast yeah i was shocked i i i don't i don't watch snl much in fact or at all oh I would, but right. i was kind of pleasantly surprised it almost made me want to watch last week that brendan gleason hosted oh, i was like huh ah, that is a that is an out of left field hosting choice uh, I, I mean that... i've loved i've loved him forever like yeah oh, he's been I good mean, he's been back good. to back to braveheart and probably even before braveheart um but he, I was like, huh, that's it. That is just like he's an actor that everybody knows by face. You might not necessarily know his name. Right. Um, but not one that you def, you'd actually n- normally pick to to host SNL. Though they did do a clever that, I don't know if you saw it, but you probably didn't since you didn't. It uh, was Megan Thee Stallion you. was on this week. That right? was this week. Brendan Wilson yeah. was last week. Oh, okay. But um, Farrell, Con Farrell had a cameo on. It, oh, which of was course, Nice yeah, nice, yes. little, nice little in Bruges. Bruges um well they got the new that? movie
0: that's what that's what oh, is that what it is it, it, they, they,
1: they, are they in a movie now uh-huh the banshee uh... oh that's probably what he was promoting like why he was hosting snl in the first place yeah
0: uh, yeah
1: i, I just that uh, I, that i i just have not watched snl in years and, and i'm not one of those people that's gonna be like oh it's not funny anymore it was so much funnier in my childhood i don't really care about that i just don't watch it god like the, i'll catch clips that i want to on youtube well that's just it and that's that's the same problem with um a lot of the talk shows is that you know they've been saying that about fallon for years is what's the point of watching fallon when all his viral shit's just you can watch it the next day yeah everybody will just start posting the video Corden, same way um uh, well know, we, we're not gonna watch any Corden yeah. now <laughs> well i mean if you've been following if you've known anything about james Corden. Oh. For the last decade, you'd know that he was always an asshole. Eh. Kind, of, it's it's the Ellen situation where everybody thinks, "Oh, God, he seems so nice on TV," but then you hear stories, you're like, "Oh, he's he's a dick." I, I never
0: really heard anything like because I used to know a few of his people back in the day. Yeah. Like they had their Christmas party at the Den one year.
1: Did they? Yeah, I know his. I mean, I know his makeup artist. Um, she used to work. She used to be a makeup artist at G4. Uh, um, she's, I've never asked her about it, Like, Oh, is he a dick? Like, it? cause that's just a rude thing to say about her employer. Right. Um, but I've heard stories just like yeah. Ellen. I mean, you know, oh. there, I'm sure there are people that worked with Ellen and were like, Oh no, she I, she was nice to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, that, like that's everyone. It's like, you have the good and the bad. It's going to come out like,
1: but... well, even how, even so i like the, the story we're talking about is, so James Corden was, uh, recently 86th from a very high end, uh, restaurant New York herb? restaurant called balthazar oh. um i don't know if i'd call it super high end it's very famous but it, you know it's not it, like i don't think it's more like a, a cafe type setting
0: it's a quote, quote it's, high end it's like
1: it's expensive yes yeah but but if you okay yes true yeah there's i again yeah this, no. is, this is me this is me going back to supporting the nazis again i'm just I, I'm, I'm yes you're right <laughs> um, um it's in, so yes it's a nice restaurant called balthazar and um uh he has been permanently 86 from it ah, which which that ended today to... he, he's not it's back he's yeah back. he
0: did a, a public apology and uh supposedly that that 86 was
1: lifted well that shouldn't be no i think uh well because so it, you really you hear i i've I've never worked in food service, but you know, we spend a lot of time around folks who to, have yeah, yeah. Um, a lot, a good deal a number of our friends. Um, and you hear story, like the, the stories are stuff of legend, like talking to my friends who are bartenders who have been servers. They'll tell you stories about celebrities that were just the worst. Right. But those stories don't tend to go public for good reason. Cause it's not good publicity for the restaurant. No. To, to be telling your business, your you, celebrities aren't going to go to your restaurant anymore. If you're, t- if you're, telling shit talking shit about them at your restaurant even if they are assholes you don't want to lose that business and you don't want to lose you don't want that reputation Mm. but this so that just tells you how bad Corden must have been at this restaurant for the owner to be and this owner i think his name is like keith or something Mulg. he he owns balthazar and a number of other restaurants he's like a big time restaurateur um And he flat out said, "He's like, normally I would not make this public, but it is is so bad that I'm going to tell you very specific stories about what James Corden did." And he he said two in particular. Um, uh, One was that I guess Keith McNally was was his name. Keith McNally. I was going to say Keith Mcnulty. I was close. Um, The first story he said that happened with Corden was that Corden was like out on their patio with friends and like went through an entire basically finished their meal w- it, when at that point cordon told the server that he found a hair and this this keith um what's it, McNally. Did he say his name Mc- keith mcnally even even kind of like jokingly acknowledged he's like this actually happens more often than you think the old uh, i found a hair in my food um but 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 the, he he said you know we let it go we told cordon you know we'll it's on the house we'll what can we do to make it up to you? And, and he said, Corden just berated the servers, not only made them get a free round of drinks. He wanted them to pay for all the drinks he had already ordered. Mm-hmm. and was just nasty. Um, and just te- like treated his staff terribly. Right. So that, that was, that was story one. And then story two was Corden was there with his wife more recently. And this part made me laugh. So his wife ordered an egg yolk omelet. I've never, I've, I've never heard uh, of somebody do- suing doing that. Um, in fact i think i heard it as a joke like a comedian once did it as like a a fat joke being like ah you're you know you're so such and such you you eat an egg yolk omelet instead of an egg white omelet and i was so when i saw that i was like wow somebody actually did that um and of course people read that and were like oh of course look at james Corden. of course he's eating egg yolk omelets but it's actually his wife and his wife is actually a thin woman right um but at the same time i've never heard of that in my life i've heard of You know, only the yolk? That's odd. Um, But anyway, yeah, so his wife ordered an egg yolk omelet, and there was some white in it. And, and, And Corden lost his mind at the server because there was a little bit of egg white in this yolk omelet and flipped out and started screaming at the server, screaming at the staff. And it just got to the point where the owner of the restaurant was like, no, nah, fuck this, you're you're done. I, oh, that, I can't. They,
0: they brought it back and then they brought it with home fries instead of salad. Oh, fries. that was it. That, that was, was another thing. thing. Yeah, so the they, they, they,
1: he berated the server. They took it back, they took it off the, the and, and instead of a salad, that cracks me up too. That <sighs> his wife was eating an egg yolk omelet with a salad. I go all out, go all out. Like you're, you're, the salad's not doing anything for you at that point. Just have the fucking home fries uh. um but yeah so then and the thing that the, the the owner also brought up which you really can you know they always say that you can always tell somebody's true personality by how they treat like wait staff and such um and this also makes Corden look really bad is that Corden actually treated this the management very well like the the front house manager of the restaurant said to in his report to the owner said Oh, Corden actually treated me very well. He was treating the server terribly, so it's like he he knows when to, you know, flip it off when he's talking to somebody in power. Um, so that makes him look even worse. That's interesting. I didn't hear the update today that he had actually apologized. Uh, you knew he was gonna have to at some point. Yeah, that is a bad look.
0: He, uh, Keith posted on his Instagram that James had called him profusely profusely apologizing for his behavior, um, and he said he would f- let let. If he lets him host a late-night show for nine months, he'll uh, re- immediately rescind his ban from Balthazar. <laughs> uh, he, well,
1: C- Corden's leaving next year, so maybe maybe this guy becomes the next host.
0: Let's see what he says. Uh, but anyone... Uh, apologize to Deadbeat. See,
1: I don't... I mean, I, it's entirely possible that it was a heartfelt apology, but it's also... If you shame somebody into an apology, generally speaking, it's not that heartfelt.
0: Yeah, he just uh he just said all oh, it's forgiven.
1: Especially, well, uh, but did it flat out say that the 86 has been rescinded?
0: Um uh being banned from anywhere, especially Balthazar. Yeah, yeah, he says especially Balthazar. Like he's essentially hmm. essentially rescinding his well, you
1: I mean, you've I I
0: think that um it shouldn't be he shouldn't be apologizing to
1: no um, Keith. Really? Yeah, no, that that's just it. He'll, he'll treat, he will treat the people in power kindly. And so, I mean, I wouldn't trust his apology for two reasons. One, because like I said, if you're shamed into apology, it's probably not sincere, no. but also Corden's made an entire career out of being insincere. Like, you know, being, if you, yeah, if you, same with Ellen, you watch their shows, you're like, oh, this person's extremely likable. Like how could you not like this person? So it is shocking when people realize that they're just assholes. It makes it it makes it comforting like when you when you hear about other people because you know whenever you hear those stories like oh man that guy's an asshole well shit I hope this doesn't mean so and you know I hope this doesn't mean Tom Hanks is an asshole too because you know um, you know because that just means it, all people that you think are kind maybe might, might not be. So it makes it very reassuring when you when you do hear more and more. You're like, oh no, Tom Hanks is actually a super cool guy. Yeah, um, and, and it, that goes for other like Jimmy Kimmel. I've only heard good things about Jimmy Kimmel,
0: uh. like
1: in in real life. I've only Fallon, even though no Fallon actually is kind of a dick. with yeah. well, enormous, his wife is the... enormous drinking. Fish, yeah, like drinking it, problem. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, his wife is um, uh, Drew Barrymore's producing partner. I forget her name. Um. Uh. Like. You know, so it's, it's, it's nice when you hear good things about people because you're all, when you, you know, you hear, oh God, Ellen's terrible. Corden's terrible. It just makes you worried about other people that you, you assume like, like John Stewart, John Stewart, by all accounts is very nice. John Oliver is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're exactly what you would hope. So it's, you know, that's always nice to hear.
0: Well, you just kind of hope, like, you know, you think about like the, the Keanu Reeves stories that you hear where he's actually a good person.
1: Oh God! yeah, yeah. he's what they're the ones you know what that Mount Rushmore of people that not only people you want to be good but ones that you just are good, like you've never heard a bad story. it's Keanu, Tom Hanks,
0: no, um, the only ones you hear about like the ridiculousness of his table reads and things like that, so
1: yeah, like. I'm trying to think there was somebody else I thought of recently was another one. That was just the, the person that I've never heard anybody say a bad thing about. And I can Oh, Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah. No. Brendan Fraser's another one, which we discussed a few episodes ago. Like yeah. there's just nothing He's... like, and I don't know if you, have you heard much about like the backlash of his new movie?
0: Um, the only backlash I have heard was via the bros guy who was angry <laughs> that Brendan Fraser was playing a fat gay man. Who's not that fat.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the, the movie that Brendan Fraser, his big this big comeback role that he keeps getting these standing ovations. It's the movie's called The Whale. Right. It was based on a play, and yeah, he plays essentially a wheelchair-bound man because a man who's so morbidly obese he weighs like six over six hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah, yeah. So he's so morbidly obese he's in he's wheelchair-bound, um, and he is a gay man. I don't know how much that plays into the plot of the movie. Um, I'm sure it does, but i'm sure it does because why it uh, but yeah but but, so in the so that in the midst of all this everybody being excited about the you know the um the return of brendan fraser um people are i've seen a number of think pieces being like okay i they'll they'll make a point of saying i support brendan fraser in everything but this movie is problematic and brendan fraser's even addressed it he's like um and he acknowledges he's like well i'm a big guy as it is yeah. i'm not obviously not 600 pounds but he's big and uh the director is um what's his name um oh. oh god it's the dude who did um oh god pie and and requiem for a dream oh yeah um i can't think of his name god um,
0: um no i'm blanking
1: and it was uh but A Darinov- Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Yeah. so he directed it. so and, and Aronofsky was was you know asked about it too. And his reason and so people are saying that this is they you know they're, it's it's fat shaming, it's ableist. like why couldn't they hire a bigger actor? like a literally a bigger actor. Um, although it wasn't you know, Brendan Fraser is already a big guy, but so it's not quite like Gwyneth Paltrow wearing a fat suit situation no. in in Shallow Hal. like so he's a big guy they made bigger um but uh, darren aronofsky's um reasoning for it which i guess to some extent makes some sense is he was saying to honestly he said honestly we tried to cast somebody of that size and there just aren't any really any actors and he said and he i mean who knows how much how true this is he said we tried we tried to like read lines with with Folks who aren't actors, but of that size, and he said it just wouldn't, it just wasn't working.
0: It's not just that, it's like what studio is gonna, yeah, it's an Aronofsky film, but it, people have to understand. Like, I, I'm surprised actors don't understand this either. Like, if you're gonna do this kind of independent film, this art film, you need a name. And yeah, mm-hmm. Fraser's not been in the game as much, but he still has a name to him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still like foreign sales that will come in from just him that'll cover the costs or half the cost of the film and i'm not saying it's the right way to do it but you know there are certain things where you're like uh this guy from bros i can't even remember his name i the, the,
1: billy yeah billy egner
0: no 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 he's oh, the the bigger guy um i think he's the bald overweight gay man in the film
1: oh yeah yeah. oh i know you're talking about guy Branham.
0: yeah he's the one who yeah. um yeah. brought it up in some podcast or some other post where he was upset that that was the case. And I go, listen, I know we're moving to a phase of, you know, everyone should get the right chance to do this uh, for their, you know, gay roles for gay people. And like, even then, like, even when I say that, I, I, you know, it is still acting. I don't know. It's hard.
1: Well, I see, I mean, I, (laughs) This seems to go. This seems to be a weekly thing where I try to speak for other. Um, yeah, no, and I just I was other, just doing it, and I'm like, oh, this is not going well yeah. for me either. I'm a, I'm a straight white cis male. I shouldn't be speaking for any community. Like uh. last week when we talked about bros, I was speaking for the gay community somehow. Um, but so I can't speak for it. So I can't speak as to how a gay actor feels when straight actors play gay, or or, um, you know, I I understand that because because there is a. I, you know, the, what is the gay population? 10% is that, is that number Uh, right? Or is it 15%? I I think it's 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 a, it's a good percentage. I think it's 10%. But so you take that percentage, that's, that's general population. Mm. I would imagine the population, the, the percentage of, of gay men and women in the acting community is higher than 10%. I would imagine. I would imagine. Um, So that being said, there are a lot of gay actors working gay actors. And a lot of whom um, probably miss out on roles because they're not like they don't get cast in straight roles because it does happen. Like that's the that's the reason a lot of actors do not come out. Yeah, no, no, they lose no, not they lose, a, not, they lose they don't, roles. Yeah, they, they don't. Yeah, and it's not because of necessarily a public backlash about them being gay. It's that a lot of and I guess this technically is a public backlash. A lot of people don't find them believable in a. Like, this was a problem with... Um, MPH did, getting uh, outed. That who? was a big issue,
0: initially. Who? who? Oh, sorry, well, i sorry. Neil Patrick know. Harris, when he got outed oh. by Perez Hilton.
1: Yeah, but th- but then he turned it on its head by playing Barney. Yeah. On, oh, no, How he I was playing
0: mother. Barney already. That was a oh, big was fear. Yeah. Like, he got oh, outed during that. the first season of How I Met Your Mother.
1: Oh, I didn't... Well, see, I, I, that was one of those things where we knew he was gay forever. but I, So I didn't realize that's when he publicly was outed. Um, but same
0: like, I don't like he wasn't Same he had like to come Sp- out because he was outed, like, yeah, uh, which I think is unfair.
1: Like, <laughs> like remember, Spacey hit his whole oh. defense of it, of the sexual assault. He decided to come out then as if that would be some sort of defense.
0: Well, that's what he, he had another defense this is why I came out at 50, was 52 or 58 was because his dad was a neo Nazi. I
1: think it was closer to 58. I don't it, remember. Yeah,
0: no, no, it just yeah. happened. Like, that was his defense oh. this week. Oh, yeah,
1: sure, sure. Um, but yeah, no. So, you know, Rupert Everett has commented, you know, he was famously out for his, most of his career. Right. But he, and he said, that's why I get cast as the gay best friend in like movies, like my best friend's wedding. Um, because he's, and he said, he's like, I would not be a believable male lead in a romantic comedy Mm -hmm. Uh, in a straight, in a straight romantic comedy. And it's, you know, even before people come out, you can, there is something to that in terms of just, you know, not having chemistry with the, with the lead right um do you remember i don't know if you remembered uh ellen degeneres made a romantic comedy with bill pullman the wrong guy Mr. mr wrong mr wrong and they had no chemistry whatsoever and she hadn't come out yet no and that's not to say that i mean somebody if somebody's a good enough actor you can create your own chemistry exactly yes um but but i you know i get it that like that gay actors would be upset that cast casting straight actors to play gay but you know, I understand that. That's certainly we're not gonna. You're the the well. I you you'd hope that the one um, frontier you're never gonna cross is is hiring. Although we have to an extent is you know hiring white actors to play black characters, uh, which we have seen, but it never goes well. No, um, no, no, no. The only time it's worked is that when you do a complete reimagining like like Hamilton, where you know Lin Manuel went out of his way to cast every role. I mean. As, as a person of color, but that was, he was doing that by choice. Robert Downey Jr.
0: in Tropic Thunder got nominated well that, for an Oscar.
1: Yeah, but that was, that was turning the whole thing on its head. Like that's, <laughs> that was the, like you will, it's, we, we've talked about this before, like every, every couple of years, like a, a woke Gen X, or a Gen Zer. Oh, wants to cancel Tropic Thunder. Dis- yeah. And they'll, they'll just be like, oh, can you guys believe this movie? Why aren't we canceling Robert Downey Jr.? And then like, even the whole black Twitter community they'll keep reposting it like look at this asshole look at like this person coming late to the game you don't know
0: what the whole point of this whole thing was like it's
1: it's amazing that a a role that you would think would be that um uh polarizing within like but if you if you were to go on black twitter anytime this pops up black twitter like that that robert downey's role in that movie has like a hundred percent Q score on black Twitter. Cause they were all like, no, we get it. We got what he was doing. No, this is not insulting. <laughs> we totally got what he, but the thing is, and we've, we've talked about this many times. don't need to rehash it. But the, the thing that made the Robert Downey Jr. character work is you needed Al Pacino, the other black character to, to make fun of him. Yeah. Like I, you're, I, if, if Robert Downey Jr. If that character didn't exist, the other one, then I think Robert Downey Jr.'s character would be a problem. But um, but yeah. But otherwise, I mean, you know, you see, you see isolated incidents of like, um, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Machine, Ghost in There's a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. The, or the... Um, or Emma Stone was supposed to be Aloha. Native Hawaiian in um Aloha. Yeah. Uh, you know, you. It happens you, a lot. Yeah, a lot more it, than but, it doesn't. Yeah, but it shouldn't. But but, and I to- I totally understand the trans community being like. We have trans actors. Why don't you know let's stop casting straight white men to play trans characters? I get that, uh, um, yeah, but but to say, but I understand, like getting back to where we started, um, I understand how it'd be difficult to find an actor uh, a, a, who could play the role that is 600 pounds. Um, and there was another thing Daranowski said, it wasn't just that they, they couldn't find out somebody who could do the part, like actually had skill acting. He said, it's a the, yes, the character's in a wheelchair most of the movie, but it is a strenuous role. We, he's like, I don't think we can get a a a, a person who weighs seven hundred pounds insured to make this movie because they do have to do they have to be active. So you know, he was kind of going, he was making a lot of excuses, but I understood them. Yeah, no, no, I understood them. You, you know, and, and it's and, still, like, it's, I, still it, it, it's still a role. It, it's still. You know, there's got to be some. I, no, I under and I understand. that You never like sing. I, you know, sing an actor in a fat suit is never nobody wants. You know, like that's it. That's no. insulting, yeah. especially to people. You know, the the larger community. Um, but, you know, in this case, you, I don't know. I again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, the one to be out here supporting
0: it. Listen, it just it came off as a bit of sour grapes that you know he wasn't auditioned for the role and like they. I, I'm not saying
1: anything. No, was he was he more upset that it was that the friend of Brandon Fraser was playing an obese man or that he was playing a gay man? A bo- Just a combination played, of both. He was playing gay and obese. Because, I mean, I know it. I mean, was Guy Brandom saying that he should have been up for that? I don't world? know. I, like, it's one I know, of those things. Guy is Brandom, guy a bigger guy, but I'd say Brendan Fraser's bigger. I don't. Once oh. again, I don't. You know, yeah. it's one of okay. those ones. Well, and yeah.
0: on that weird odd note, that's our show for the day or the week. So, oh. We, we've got we to watch those rabbit holes we go down now
1: you don't, you don't want me to support Nazis anymore Um, no no I, not, I, I mean not that coming.
0: obviously I'm anti uh, gay actors after this bit yeah we all have our cross the bed yeah I know uh, yeah there's no there's no winning sometimes I'm not that there's winning in general it's just there <laughs> is no there is no there is no winning it's like you're going to upset someone somehow no matter what you do
1: that was another funny just little thing from the jay story is that a lot of the the you know i was it's with something like that happens it's fun to read twitter the, oh what people have to say on twitter what'd you hear And, it, and a very overwhelming number of people were uh shocked that cordon was straight